Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Goodbye, University. Welcome, everyone. And thank you for joining us for this special treat of a gathering. And I am calling it a gathering, Jules, because I don't know exactly how to intro who's going to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say, I know this much. One of the best things about Good Vibe University is our members. And Jules Apollo is definitely one of those. Um, for those of you who don't know, one of my, one of my passions about this meetup is to spotlight your gifts and talents, to give you an easy way to bring your wisdom and your skills, your insights, your resources, to benefit for everyone else. And so anyone at Good Vibe University who feels inspired to share with us, I'm happy to host that conversation or that forum thread or however it gets delivered. And Jules, you're a fairly new member, right? You haven't been at GVU before. Am I right? Yeah, I've been, I've been since the beginning of the year, but I really wasn't even oh, okay. until until like May. Oh well, I'm really glad you. I'm really glad you raised your hand and said, "Hey, Jeanette, maybe I got something for us." Because when I learned what you're up to and I saw your website, I could not wait for you to bring the party to GVU. So I'm going to let you give us an introduction to you and what you do and where we can find you online. And for anyone listening to this call, we do not have. We said this before we hit the record button. We do not have a set agenda or structure to follow. Um, it's going to be very organic, at least uh, I'm trying to be as flexible as possible in whatever comes because uh, Jules has got some very unique talents that I'm excited for everyone to experience. So Jules, will you say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, first of all, if you're looking for me, it's uh, you. I'm under the name Julia Polinario, but uh, I work under the name Jules Apollo because it feels more like me and no one is going to be able to spell a Polinario for a website. Um, so the website is jewelsapollo.com and there's a bunch of free channel meditations and stuff there and some little courses. Uh, what I do is I've been meditating for more than 30 years and working with my guides and over time just more and more of them came around and I consider them my family, literally my family of lights. They are very real to me and I have an internal sanctuary, a, a temple that I've created where I see them and speak to them and it's it's very visceral and what happens when I channel is uh, there's a lot of love that comes through and light and a lot of times people feel it physically in their body. You might have a warmth in your heart or you get goosebumps or if you're really lucky you will feel Archangel Michael give you a hug because that's one of the greatest things in the world. So I have a goddess council that I work with, and I channel Isis a lot, but the other goddesses are Artemis and Aphrodite and Venus. Venus comes in as the planet. Sekhmet, Kwanian. Uh, and just a whole bunch of guides, Hathalas, and I work with star beings as well and the archangels. So... I know I have this uh, sacred grove in the temple where there's a ring of trees and there's a lawn and some of the goddesses are just hanging out there like we're on a picnic. And I'm like, you go on, girl. You just talk and we'll <laughs> show up when we start, you know. So it's very <laughs> playful and we'll just see what happens. Right on. I like that. So... Where are you from? Where are you in the world? Right now I'm in Minneapolis. I was in Louisiana for 10 years uh, doing Katrina recovery work. I'm an environmental scientist and uh, just moved back. I grew up in Iowa and lived for a long time in Chicago. So I'm comfortable in the Midwest. 
And what kind of work do you do with people? Do you are, do you do channeling sessions with clients, or or what? What's your work? Like, how could people engage you? There's a couple ways. I have been hiding. That's part of the reason that I reached out to you. It's because mm-hmm. I know it's time to share more, and I'm getting ready to start a podcast and and to just channel a lot more. I do do private sessions uh, and individual work. I'm developing a, a group class now with the goddesses that's uh, about money and magic, and I've been having Ooh. fun with the energy of money coming in. Uh, she comes in as this Caribbean. She's like dressed for carnival. She's very fun. <laughs> I I don't know if I can channel her accent, but you know, very playful. Um, <laughs> She likes, right I have a I have a coin belt for belly dance, and the goddesses like me to belly dance with them because the movement opens up my second chakra and lets me be playful. And uh, the whole point of the work that I'm doing with them is this opulent flow to just allow opulence of abundance and creativity and confidence and clarity and power and, and just flow with the light of of who I am, well, and that's what, what that's what comes through a lot in the in the work that I do. It's always the, what they always say the most is that we are deeply, deeply loved, and mm-hmm. that we have power and light. And there's something that Archangel Michael said to me once that I think most people would find amazing, and it's that the archangels and the star beings and goddesses honor us because. I've, I've gone through a lot of periods of despair in my life. It seems to be an emotion that I go into. And he told me that he's never known despair. And so they're constantly amazed that we can fall down and get up and get up and get up and get up. That there is this resilience within us that we might not recognize and that they see as an embodied star. That's the way they see us. Oh, wow. Yeah. They literally, as an embodied star, that's how much light we have and that we are spiritually so brave to have chosen to embody in particular at this time because we knew we'd forget. We knew we'd forget that we're divine and we have all these connections and yet we chose to come back now. And so we're honored for our bravery um, and our Light. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> okay. It sounds like you're having a pretty good time with these various, I don't know what to call them, presences or energies. Um, mm-hmm. So, do you do you work with them personally daily? I mean, do you? How has this ability to connect affected your life personally? Well. First of all, I'm not as good at connecting as I should be. I mean, you'd think that I would just wallow in this, but I've had all this self-worth stuff, so I sometimes hide from them quite a bit. But the way it's changed my life is that they literally are my family. I have absolute trust in them. In fact, more trust than, you know, you might have in your physical family because your physical family can tell you to piss off. But, you know, (laughs) they have never done that, no matter how much I screw up. So there's three things that I know absolutely from working with them. One is that I'm never alone. One is that my prayers are answered and that my dreams come true. And that any time when those things aren't being perceived by me as truth, it's me blocking it. But it is. And so knowing that, having that security um, really empowers me. That when you when you know that you have help at hand, you can look at a problem and say, okay, this isn't really a problem. This is a chance to pivot or to see something that's blocking or out of alignment, and I can get the help that I need. And it's not that I haven't. Yeah, I was a single mom for 17 years with no support, and I've gone through times when I literally was on my knees crying. Help me, help me! I don't know what to do. Right. And it's always there. It's always there. Something always shifts. Wow. So. 
Okay, that's cool. Is that would that be true for everyone too to be able yes. to say that no one is ever alone? Okay. Never alone. It's like this is how I try to explain, guys. Because we all have. It's not just one. It's like you're in Grand Central Station, and, <laughs> and it is packed to the rafters, packed with guides who <laughs> love you and just are like, oh, come on, ask for help, right? Because we gotta ask for the help. I'm getting goosebumps saying that. Just you are, you are so deeply loved, so so deeply loved, and, and graced. They're just they're just waiting. Okay, so it is true then that we have to call on help in order to receive it. I'd I'd learned that from Doreen Virtue many years ago, and I I always wondered about that. Well, it's because we live in a free will universe, and so we are embodied divinity, and if we don't remember that, we've chosen it. And yes, unless you're in like an accident, right? Unless you're dying, I think they can come in and, and help you. But um, yeah, you just but it's easy. Help me. I mean, that's that's easy. You can just say okay. okay to Michael's name. I mean, it's there's no sense ritual or pattern or you don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to apply the candle. But you know, hey, that that helps you. And feel. and could it just be a general call for help, or does it need to be? like specific to a particular energy or being? Well, like anything, you know, think of them as your friend. If, if Sometimes it's just like, help me, man. I don't, I don't know what to do. And your friends will give you a hug or have some ideas. But the more particular you can be, hey, I can't pay my bills. I need $101.33 by Friday. <laughs> and y'all need to pony up, right? <laughs> You, can, you know, the more you can, then okay. if you have all these different kinds of guides, then they can come in. Okay, get the, you know, get the parking guys in here. She needs the space now, right? So it's just like anything. The more specific. Now, the, I will say this: I do not, I do not teach that you can help somebody else without their permission. You can, mm-hmm. you can ask that somebody be surrounded in light, you know, in accordance with the free will of all. But you can't say, hey, you know, my husband needs to get healed so he'll take out the garbage. <laughs> That's not going to work. So, you know, but we can all ask for help. I have been in the habit of asking angels for help, and probably just because that's the only instruction I've had, ever had around it, and that was just reading a book from Doreen many, many years ago. But I always... Sometimes when things go inexplicably right for me, when it seemed like they were going quite wrong, I've wondered if, like, I just, and I have in the past said, angels, you have blanket permission to step in. You know what I want. You know what I need help with. Even in those moments when I'm slow to ask for your support, you have blanket permission to intervene where you see appropriate. And I've wondered whether that's effective or whether I have to continue to remember to call them in whenever I'd like their support. Well, I'll just say that, okay, they're like crowding around you now, wanting to hug you and have you notice how much they are around you. Yes, that that really helps. But it's like any, think of it as any kind of friendship, any kind of relationship that you value. The more you communicate, the more you can interact, the more you can clearly state, hey, this is what I would like your help with, the more they can help. So they're giving them blanket permission. You know, they they love your vibrancy and your enthusiasm for life. They they find it so uh, enriching for them to help you because you just blast out so much positive energy. So yeah, you've got a lot of help with him. Very cool. That's a wonderful thing to hear. Thank you for sharing that. So. Tell me what what you are feeling inspired to share with us today, Jules. Where would you like to take this call? Well, I know that uh, I know that two goddesses would like to come in. Uh, and I think to share one is Isis, and one is Aphrodite's been coming in recently quite a bit. And cool. I'm not. Uh, yeah, let's just let's just leave it at that. So okay. 
Would you like me to bring them in? Yes, before you do, so um, will you tell us, are you still present for this? I know you had you had said a little bit yeah. about this when we were exchanging notes, but yeah, are you still here or was it going to be me and Isis? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, be careful what you ask for, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm afraid, Isis, but I am a little intimidated. Yeah, so here's what it's like. This is how I explain it. Say you go to a party with, with your best friend. And in this case, Isis would be that best friend. And mm-hmm. something this, something just amazing happens. And you meet somebody and you want to tell the story. But you know that she tells the story better, so you let her tell mm-hmm. the story. doesn't mean you're oh. not there. Oh. So, you, so there might be shifts in intonation or the energy that you perceive when they come in. But I come in and out and... I'll be talking like this, and I'll ask if it makes sense what's being said, or I'll clarify something. But no, I'm right here. It's just okay. Cool. I'm just passing the mic. I'm still standing here. Okay, right on. So, should I go ahead? Let's do. Okay. So while parts me prime for that, let me just say, if you're listening to this and you're driving, please turn it off. Um, these are very powerful energies. I don't want anybody to get distracted. Please drink some more water after this. You will need some more water. You might be a little more tired than usual. It's okay, but obviously if you don't feel good, go to the doctor. Um, and I'm just going to make sure we get grounded. We'll do that really quick. So, And that's because the more grounded you are, the more energy can, you can come in. It's just a uh, aspect of being in a physical body. So the way I like to ground is I'm a trained forester, so I think of everything as trees. Just imagine yourself as if you've got your feet on the ground, whether or not you can do that physically or not. Feet on the ground, and out of the bottom of your feet are growing some tree roots, and out of your base chakra, the base of your spine, is growing this tree root, so you're anchored into the soil and the roots go down a couple feet, three feet, maybe deeper and spreading out. So you are centered and anchored and held by this wondrous planet. And you might feel the energy of the mother, the planet coming up through these roots. And then just imagine at the top of this tree that you are, that you're spreading your arms and your heart is open and your throat is open and your third eye is open and your crown is open and you are just being bathed in this wondrous, glorious, beautiful light that is like sunlight but liquid and you are filled with it and you are graced and you are blessed and you are safe and you are secure. I set the intention that the energy that comes forward now be for the highest good of all and mind with the free will of all in support of the divine plan. I command that we are surrounded by beings of only the highest mind and life and that we are safe and secure and so deeply loved and blessed by the energy that is brought forth now. I am that I am and I am now allowing Isis to speak to me. So Jeanette, we are we are so happy you have this school and this place where people can gather in such a joyous and light-filled manner. You are this conduit for blessings and grace and light. And that is why we tell you that there are so many angels with you because we champion your expression on this physical plane. You are just doing a great job, and we want you to know that. So I am... I am hearing angels clap for you now. There are all these angels surrounding you, and they are just cheering you on because you are doing the exact right thing to fulfill your purpose and help so many other people open up to theirs as well. Mm, what a wonderful thing to hear. Thank you. I'm feeling emotional in yeah. receiving that message. Thanks. Yeah. It's, we don't mean to, but we... We make people cry a lot. And that's, 
<laughs> I just said to myself, don't cry on this call, Jeanette. Keep it together. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, you, we just love you so much. I'm giving you a big hug now. You're just, we're happy to be here. And the people who are listening, you go. We're just, I have my hand on your heart. And I am giving you love and energy to just, oh, be filled with it. I'm, I'm moving it through your, through your heart and through your blood and into your bones and your cells. So you just are lit up and glowing with this remembrance that I give to you with it. You are embodied grace and light and so deeply lost. So very, very deeply loved. And now Archangel Michael has come in and he is standing behind you all with his wings spread and his hand on the back of your heart so you may open and expand into the expression of this light. You are so, so deeply loved. And we anchor this light in yourselves and your organs and your systems, your energetic bodies, your chakras. It's like a tuning fork so that you are in resonance, harmony with the blessings of the life that we share with you now. And you can move forward and return to this recording to be infused with this resonance once again. So we will hold you in this light, and now I can answer more questions, but we wanted to grace you with that blessing to begin with. That's a wonderful blessing. Thank you. I'm wondering, how can we more fully feel and receive all that love that's being directed towards each of us? You've done a very great thing by offering the, the course that you have on the art of self-love. That's a great way to start. Some simple practices are getting grounded every day. It might sound like a simple thing, but you are you are embodied on the planet. And so the more that you can anchor yourself in the planet and open your heart, you begin to literally embody this light. And it's easier for you to move into understanding of expanded states and perception of your expanded self as well as the energies we bring forth so that you what what we really want to share with you is as you center and ask for help or love yourself you can Open up each time to embodying a little bit more of your divinity in the body, a little bit more of the energy of your soul. Because you are brilliant and divine. In in the same planes of dimensions of consciousness that we are, you are light and you are glorious. And so the more that you can let that in, let that river of light flow into you, that's what we hope for. And you can do that. Simple practices, grounding. Um, find ways to stop the chatter in your mind. The simple way is like you, like you shared, Jeanette, have a mantra. Um, Julie says everything's all right. And she hears like Bob Marley because she gets tense and sometimes strident in her, in her energy. So calming that down knowing that we're around, finding ways to call us forward and just ask for help. Does that make sense or would you like more specific? That makes good sense. Thank you. It's nice to know that it's maybe easier than we sometimes make it out to be. Yeah, people get hung up on these rituals or thinking, you know, a lot of times people are afraid, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. They're not going to listen. We're, we're just standing right here, right? <laughs> we're all in the same place. There isn't any place else. We're all, it's all, all, we're all here. Just, it's just an open heart and um, an understanding that you're defined. That's a huge thing. 
the whole, there's so many people who came in with big missions to share light and open their hearts. They've got these big hearts and then it's closed, it's locked because they think they're not worth anything. And this is a lot of what we've worked with Jules about. Uh, so we know that many, many people have that. Open your heart and let, remember you're divine and worthy of help and assistance. Thank you. A question in chat room that um, I'm interested to hear the answer on as well. How can we, this is from Brent, how can we guide this divine energy for the highest good of all? There's a couple ways. First, you need to make sure that, that when you when you open to meditate that you are setting a safe and sacred space because you don't want to strive or try and you haven't set up a framework where you're actually interacting with high energy. And it's an easy thing to do. Your intention is a superpower and you can say, I intend to be interacting with only the highest divine light and love. And saying the words intend or saying the words command, I command, there's a lot of power that you have and those two words can help you begin to utilize that power. And as you get experience, you will feel that. You will feel yourself cocooned. You will feel yourself safe. There's also some free um, little meditations and scripts on Jules' website that you can use to enter that space. So you're safe and sacred. You can send light down and anchor it into the crystalline core of the planet and ask that all the beings of life that you work with move that light around the planet to the highest blue ball. In your particular life, your passions, the things that light you up, the things that make you giddy and forget about time, when you do those things, you are in resonance with your divinity. You are vibrating at this frequency of bliss and grace. And so when you do those things, you make the world a better place. You create your corner of heaven on earth. And and every time someone does that, the resonant harmony of the entire planet is raised. And when you send light into the planet and you ask that divine grace bless all the sentient beings upon her and the planet, when you do those things, you're increasing the resonant harmony of the planet and everyone. It does It does make a difference when you say these things especially if you intend it and you command it. Mm. So the point of being embodied right now is to create your corner of heaven on earth, to create divinity made manifest, love made manifest. And you do that by sharing your gifts and you share your gifts by finding your passion, even if it's a little thing like, like you really like watching movies. And you just get in this place of bliss. Well, watch a movie and set the intention. Let this bliss anchor in my life and, and let it affect those who are in my life. There's, Jules has this free little mini course on her website. And there's a meditation she does when she stands in line because she gets very impatient <laughs> from people standing in line. So she has come up with these little steps that keep her from being a bitch to people when she says <laughs> And one of, one of the things is that she envisions that she is an embodied son and that everyone she sees is blessed by this life and family and friends and family and friends of everyone that she is seeing is blessed by this life. And as you can do the same thing, you know, walking meditation and like the Navajo say, walking beauty is beauty behind me, in front of me, below me, above me. I'm not quoting this stuff. But you can turn everything that you do into an act of grace by setting an intention. And we don't expect you to always remember that and to never again feel despair or sad or grumpy or anything. But the more you do this, the more you raise your frequency and the more you can interact with those expanded aspects of yourself and with us because when you're on the right wavelength, this, this whole good vibe thing, it, it really is true. 
true in the case of physics and in the case of multidimensional communications. Okay, well, I guess, yeah, help me. <laughs> Brent, do you have any follow-up questions on that? And I know that we have a couple other people on the line. If you'd like to ask a question, feel free to. I'd like, I'm not going to be the only one who gets her questions answered here today. Aphrodite, this is Julie. Aphrodite wants to just share something. Right. We're looking at other questions. Let's let's hear from Aphrodite, and if anyone has a question, we'll take it after we hear from Aphrodite. I am known as a goddess of beauty, and many people perceive me as almost a two-dimensional energy, that I am only beauty and beauty to look at or to be admired. But I am coming forth now and I have been looking at tools because many of you are exploring the creative expression and in some part that is because there are higher dimensional creation energies coming into the planet now that are inspiring you to express. But what I really want to share with you in addition to supporting that creative expression, is that my energy honors the beauty of your light. You are glorious as embodied light. You have wondrous, powerful light that is conveyed through your love for your family, through the passions that you have, through your creativity. And many times you you look outward for expressions of beauty. You do not see it as a component of the life that you are, but it is there. It is brilliant. And I can be called upon to help you remember that. And I call forth now the energy of divine grace to move into your heart and into your energetic body and to touch your third eye to help you remember these aspects of yourself as well. So be it. I am complete. Mm. Well, that's a nice gift. Thank you, Aphrodite. So I've got a question for Jules or anyone else. So many of us know, like Archangel Michael and Isis and Aphrodite, but do we also have guides who are personal just to us? Yes. And even though the, this is Jules, even though these archetypes, you might think of them as archetypes, but these energies are coming forward now, Everybody has guides specific to them. And some of them are family members who've passed on, and some of them are uh, teachers that you've had in past lives, and some of them are ascended masters or star beings who are working with you for the expression of your particular gifts. So um, you, as you begin to work with your guides um, or just open your heart to see what you're perceiving. Um, if, for instance, if they'll, they'll communicate with you in a whole bunch of different ways. You might have, uh, if you're working with tarot cards, or there might be art that speaks to you. Uh, I, I started working with Kuan Yin because I always admired the art that was made of her. And so it opened a doorway for me to begin that communication. So that was the first goddess I really began working with. It, it might be that uh, you become aware of some of your spiritual guides through archetypes, um, through mm-hmm. mythology. It might be Joseph Campbell's work helps introduce you to different mythologies. And it's not just 
Understanding of different cultures opens you up to spiritual masters from those cultures as well. So you can be nudged uh, in many different ways, and your nudges can help you understand the guides that you have as well. If you're, if you're, if, uh, a lot of times the guides will give you goosebumps or a warmth in your heart when they're around. And if you start to perceive that kind of stuff, you can then look, okay, what am I doing? What was I just doing? That that might be a nudge. Now, what does that mean? It's very much a, it can be very playful. Okay. Does that make sense? Does that help? Yeah, it does. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I apologize for having everyone muted <laughs> uh, everyone is unmuted now so anyone else who has a question Brent you had a follow-up one on intention right yeah hi welcome Jules thank thanks you, Brent goddesses thank you Jeanette. Um, I was wondering if you could um, go deeper on what you meant by uh, intention as a superpower physically how can we use our intentions in this powerful way to, you know for the highest good of all and you know, just tapping into our connection to the divine and stuff like that. Thank you. This is Jules. I'll say something and then I'll see what pops up. Uh-huh. Using, using our power is not something that most of us are comfortable with and that we've been brought up, especially if we were brought up in like the Christian tradition and seeing God as external and something we need to suffocate ourselves to and, and um, you know, that we're not crap. We need, you know, original sin, all that stuff. Um, but the, the point of being embodied right now is that we come in with a lot of power and, an, and a mission and purpose, even that if that purpose is to do nothing but open our hearts and be happy. That's a huge that's a huge deal. It changes the world. It changes the frequency of the world. But when you begin to open up your spiritual path and you want to make a difference and you want to know what your mission is, knowing that you have that power and using it to direct it, to direct that energy is a big deal. And you can do that, again, setting a safe and sacred space so that you're not, uh, you know, I don't I don't work with disembodied spirits very much because I think just as Billy Joe Bob died and passed over doesn't mean he's any smarter than he was when he was alive. I, I just leapfrog up to the higher energy. That's been my experience. But you can set the intention. You can intend, which means you calling in your power and you're focusing your energy on a specific goal. Uh, I intend to be filled with life. I intend to finish writing this book. Uh, I intend to manifest the abundance that I need so that I can truly share my divine mission with ease and grace. And I call upon the support of my guides with highest light to aid me in making that intention manifest on a physical plane. That's the kind of thing. Or when something is really wrong and you need help right away. Like when my kids are sick, I am commanding assistance right now of all the highest beings of light and love to heal them now in alignment with the free will of all. You can do things like that and you can hear it in my voice. I expect that support now. You, we have that right. Even though our angel Michael is vastly powerful and glorious, you can command his assistance if you're doing it from a from a place of light, right? I would not recommend calling him, him to, you know, give your neighbor a flat tire or something. That will not be a good outcome. But um like I I use command and intend a lot when there's a storm, when there are fires, when when there's political bullshit going on on the planet. I call in, I command the assistance of all the beings of light who work with me and through me. I, dem- I demand divine grace, support us, and assistance, and assist us. And I do that because I know, at least when I remember, that I'm divine. 
and I chose to be here now. And all these beings of light are around me and with fortune with me, and I'm calling upon their power and embodied divinity as an expression of source to support me and aid me in this work. And so that's, you can hear that in my voice. Um, you can stand up in a Wonder Woman pose when you begin to use these things, it will help you own your power. And the more that we own our power and we use our gifts, that's why we're here. And so it's a good thing, again, done with the intention of, of being of highest service. Did that make sense? Yes, thank you very much. That felt really good. I'm, I'm aligned with uh, the Archangel Michael myself. So yes, he's behind you right power. now. Yeah. Hello. Thank you so much. <laughs> Jeanette, this is Dana. I have a question. Oh, sorry, Dana. I was muted. Yes, let's hear it. Thank you. That's okay. It's a long, this is for anyone who wants to comment, Jules or otherwise. Um, when you were just expressing, Jules, owning our power, that's something that I'm here to do in this life, as many of us are. And, and I have stood in those powerful positions and uh, made those commands. The place that I get hung up, and, and this is where I would like some help, is when I make those commands because I'm passionate about something changing, like a child being sick or... Um, in Jeanette's case, I recall her commanding that her animal not pass away. <laughs> this is not going to happen right now. And, I, and I've been in those positions. How do we stay unattached? I understand, you know, the highest good for all. And there's free will everywhere. But when we're in that space of just strong desire, how is it then we just step away and allow um, everything that is to influence what we've just commanded without being too attached? I'll, I'll say something on that. This is Jules, and then I think I just wants to say something on that, and maybe Michael. Um, that's hard, man, especially when when something or someone you love is is sick. Um, what I have found is that because I have worked with my guides so much, I have this inherent trust that I am I am surrounded by help and that they are surrounded by help, and that it is coming. Now, that doesn't mean that they're, that I haven't yelled at them, right? Like, mm-hmm. yelled. It's like, you are not helping fast enough, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but it all goes back to, it just really goes back to trust. And, and maybe you can ask, Help me, help me trust, help me know. Give me next steps, give me clarity. Help, help me, help bring the guidance in. It's got to be clear. I'm tense, I'm stressed out. Make it easy to understand. Help me know right now, right? When things, when, when things are dying, uh, when, when people are passing, when, when storms are coming and killing people and there's this feeling of being helpless. Sometimes you just have to surrender. Mm-hmm. And and I I do that on my knees a lot because when I'm commanding, a lot of times I'm at, you know, that's all I can say. Ask, just keep asking for help. And if you, if part of the help that you need is to trust, Ask for that help if part of the need is for you to see some sort of physical manifestation. Ask. Uh, Just keep asking. Yeah. That's okay. what I would say. And and work on your work on your trust now. Work on you know, there's a lot of love. There's there's two angels around you right now. One on mm-hmm. one at the back, one in front of you, and they're they're touching your heart. See if you can feel that. Such, such love. 
right now. I yeah, can... well, I've been full of tears, tears this entire conversation. So yeah, so from so, the, from the moment you grounded us in the beginning, my eyes were full of tears. So, so. coming back to this recording, even if you're if it's running in the background while you're cooking, so you begin to know this comfort and this feeling. It it will help in those times when despair is very strong. And so let me just see if if uh, there's a lot uh, energy around now. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Archangel Michael speak. Uh, as many of you are sensing, we are so strongly present with you now. And I have been behind you as we have been speaking and ISIS has come forth. But now I am in front of you. And I am pulling you into my arms and gracing you. May you remember this love that you are held in. You are held in this love that we are. For I am here with all of the archangels, all of my brothers and sisters of light. All the legions of light you are held. And we know that there are times when despair feels overwhelming. And when things are happening that you would so prefer to not have happen. And which are breaking your heart to the hearts of people that you love when someone is in pain that you love and you can't do anything about it. Oh. Let us hold you in those times. On as specifically as you can. We are here to help. But know that there are times when things happen that are are for a reason, are part of the plan of another entity. So the more that you can allow us to hold you, the easier it is for us to to bring you clarity, to still you, I ask that divine grace now enter your heart and make a small chamber of comfort and ease there so when you are troubled you may touch your heart or envision that small chamber unlocked and I am with you and divine grace is with you and all is comfort and ease. And all is love. We hold you so dear. We hold you so dear. You are so deeply loved. So dear. You so adept. Thank you. This is Jules again. If you are driving, please <laughs> please stop. <laughs> this is a lot of light. Why does it make us cry, Jules? It's love. It is love. It's pure love. We're not used to that. Well, apparently it's like, not. It's it's gold. It is just, yeah. and that's that's what that's why they tell us this. That's what we are. That. Crying is it's your remembrance that if you can perceive that, if you can feel that, it's it's a cellular remembrance. You know what? This is what I am too. You know, I remember choosing to come back. I remember choosing to come back. And we think, oh, this time I'm not going to forget. I've gone through this so many, I've gone through puberty so many times, I am not going to forget. 
And guess what? <laughs> we forget, right? And they're all around us, and they're like, glory be, baby Jesus, please help her remember where she came from. <laughs> you know, and uh, that's what we're feeling. This is it's just, it's just love. That's all it is. It's beautiful. It's like crack, man. This is love crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and and I call it light stones. That's why I say don't drive. And if you're sitting down or been lying down, when you get up, be slow about it. And you might get giggly. We all are crying now, but the last time mm-hmm. when I do this, people are just laughing, and it's because we're kind of stones. Um, and when you when you get done listening to this. What I have found, if you have to go to work like I do, coffee helps. Having some protein helps because you need to get grounded because we just got really high. So, good tip. That helps. Thanks, Julie. I'm loving. I'm loving that you referred to this as our galactic talk radio show. I love, love, love that. Dana, thank you for the question. Um, is anyone else dialed in who has a question? For Jules or the Goddess Council or Archangel Michael or anyone else? I have one. Oh, good. Let's hear it. Is this Veronica? Hi. No, my name is Tori. This is my first time on any of these oh, calls. Oh, my gosh. Well, so thanks for I'm being excited. here. Welcome, Tori. Yeah. I can't wait to hear your question. Hi, Hi, Jules. Well, so I have to tell you guys, this is so funny. I actually started the call and then I, I had wanted to ask a question and then I thought it wasn't going to be like us asking questions. So I got off to listen to the recording later, and I felt a push to call back in. <laughs> they were like, call back in. And then it was when you were asking for people to ask questions, and I thought that was amazing. Oh, wow. And then just now, I actually am feeling called to tell you, Jules, oddly enough, I'm sorry, <laughs> but they, I'm feeling somebody wanting to acknowledge you showing up and being out here in the world and shining your light for us here and wanting to tell you how beautiful you are and that there's nothing to be afraid of and that you receive this directly to yourself, but that it might serve you to hear it from somebody else too. That's beautiful. Well, I honor you for that because it is, I have, I've been hiding for a long time. Uh, and it's interesting because I've been taking the um, astrology class with Jeanette and Kim, and the issue of safety came up, and I have been working to release stuff, and there was there was some past life stuff related to safety. And it was funny when we started, I had sent Jeanette some some notes, and I didn't I didn't want to speak. I just want to let them speak. And this morning, <laughs> the goddesses are like hanging out, having a picnic, literally having a picnic mm-hmm. in my temple, and they're like, "No, girl, you're gonna." We're gonna let you talk for a while. Yeah, yeah, you and you, right? You're showing up. Right so thank on. you for that, and, and uh, I I will take that as a as the nudge from from the guys as well. Thank you. So yes. you know what you yeah. It'll be interesting for you to start paying attention to those nudges because um, I right. is right behind you right now. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the goddesses are loving you out pretty good. Aww. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I do get messages sometimes, and I, I'm not um, as honed as you are to identify kind of um, separating them. It's just a higher divine message to me. You know, I haven't sorted things um, that way yet, but that's... And you, that's do, you don't have to. You don't have to. Thank you. you know, the, mm-hmm. light is, the light is clear, and that's what's good, so... You go. Thank you. <laughs> so that probably ties in too with with my question because I'm um, just starting my new uh, coaching business and it's something I've wanted to do for ten years and I'm finally kind of I think the same way stepping into the light I guess and and taking on on this challenge and so I I just wanted to see if there's any guidance here for me um, any messages or guidance in regards to that. This is Isis coming in now. It's very good to start your practice, and um, I am with you, and I can be called upon to guide you. You 
would benefit from some additional contemplation of how you feel that your gifts can best support other people. Right now, there is a, a general desire to help, but you have passions and gifts that can be expressed through your coaching and can at the same time magnetize clients to you who have those same gifts who are ready to express them. So we can do some walking meditations and I will bring you inspiration on clarity on your gifts. And the same is for everyone listening to the call. For that is a there is a resonance on the entire planet now that was emphasized with the recent eclipse to help clarify gifts and powers and expressions and the connected mission that you have with that. And so part of my purpose in coming forward more strongly now is that I offer you divine focus and the power behind that focus to see your gifts clearly. So be it. So be it. Ah, that's so beautiful. <clears throat> I'm holding on to that that term to ask for divine focus. That's exactly what I need. That's beautiful. Thank you. Right on. Thanks, Tori. <laughs> Thanks for dialing yeah. back in. <laughs> yes, that's so funny. Love it. Jules, do you have to hang up at the top of the hour? Because if so, we probably better wrap up. No. Oh, good. Who else has a question? I have one. Hmm. I have one about how we can best know what to choose when we're looking at different options. And I was thinking the answer is, Jeanette, just intend clarity or intend intend guidance in in choosing what's right. But I wondered if there's if you have any other tips for us when when it feels like oh, clarity isn't present. So uh, Artemis is coming forward. Artemis has been working with me in the last year and uh it is you know, she's a huntress and uh, I'll just let her speak because clarity can be can be so important at difficult times. So. I am Artemis and I can be called upon. I am known as the Huntress, but I love to help you find your gifts. I love to help you focus and find what you want. There is a wild aspect to me as well, and so my support comes through to help you hone in on your greatest passion. This is what Jules calls your wild genius. It's not just something you're good at. It is there's a unbridled component to it, a wildness that when you are in the full of it, you surrender your mental control. This is one of the ways for you to notice what it is. For instance, when Jules writes, the creativity flows and overtakes what her intention was and is a river of inspiration. So much that she has to take breaks and exercise on the rowing machine because she she is so excited with what she's doing. Are there things for you like that? If you arrange your options on a table, imagine it's a banquet. Which one of those do you want to just stuff your face with? <laughs> That's <laughs> which of those is the brownie, right? Which of those is the whipped cream and the ice cream in front of the movie for you? Just 
There is a phrase that Jules learned in Louisiana, get all up in it. Which one of those do you just get all up in it? Right? That's, that's the one. Let me help you hunt that. Wow. I'm going to cry again. Stop it. I'm crying <laughs> way too much on this call. And, and wow. she, has some, she has something else for you, Jeanette. Hold on. And she, Artemis just loves you, man. She is with you when you walk your dog. Stop it. There you go. Okay, keep going. Wow. Well, I'm no use on this call anymore. Someone else has to host. <laughs> she, let, let me just say one more thing. Artemis is really good for walking meditations, especially in the forest, right? You can put this on a, your phone or whatever and go on a walk, uh, take a little notebook with you or write on your hand with, and set the intention. I'm going to get clarity on something. And then let it go and just see what pops up. Okay. Beautiful. That's for everybody. Hey, Jules, um, what, how do you see Artemis? Like what visual do you have when I imagine myself walking with Artemis? What should I be picturing? Okay, so I actually, I see her in front of me, um, but it waves in and out. So she kind of, you know, if you look at statues of Artemis, sometimes she's in a gown, right? She's not in a gown. She's more dressed like Wonder Woman. Like, um, she's she's very powerful and athletic. Um, so you could... Well, you can see her as a as uh, an orb of light. Um, okay. See her, see her walking with the dog. I, it, it's not so much. I don't want anybody to get hung up on thinking that you have to see them and perceive them and hear them like I am right now. This is thirty years of of me focused on this. And, you know, I I have a class I'm developing to show you people how to create this internal temple because it is a really great way to close the door and to access your guidance. But it's more, it's more the energy. And so there is a fluidity when you call forth the energy without attachment to how you perceive it. That's your mind wanting to categorize and how to. Some of this is remembering, you know what, I'm multidimensional. I'm a I'm a being of light. This is another multidimensional being of light who told me I can call on her. I'm calling. Right. So however it helps you experience it but release expectations of what that okay. is, that's the best way to do it. Because everybody's okay. different. Fabulous. Thank you. And thank you, Artemis. Anyone else have a question? All right, we might be a wrap for today. Jules, unless there's any final messages from anyone that you want to share? Just a lot of love. I oh, feel it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Here comes money. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, so this... The way that I experience money is is very much related to my temple. Okay, because when I started interacting with money as an energy, she comes in and she's literally like this Caribbean, like she's in carnival, not in a slutty way, but she's in this very fast outfit. And uh, she, I said, okay, what? what name should I give you? And she's like, you can call me loquacious. I said, I'm not calling you loquacious. She said, okay, then you can call me luscious. Luscious loquacious. <laughs> so, and, and she's very playful. And um, for me, that's important because I get, you know, I, I get hung up on the how-to and not enough. And, you know, I have to let the reins go a bit on, on what I expect. And so... Uh, she's got this pink feather boa 
bright pink feather boa, and she's uh, she's wrapping it around everyone's neck, just sliding it around, kind of dancing from, <laughs> among the group. And she's saying, I will play with you if you ask. Oh, wow. Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Cool. So there we go. He says, that's all. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> well, I'm ready to play. That's fabulous. Yes, let's play, please. <laughs> <laughs> She even tells me some music that she likes me to dance to. We have got a dance party, so I will post some of that in the right on. In the thing. It's the uh, this West African music. So cool. There we go. You are cool, Jules. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for showing up. I'll echo what Tori said earlier. Um, yes, thank you for thank you for you and for being here with us. Um, and thank you, everyone, who joined in today. Well, Jeanette, I wanted to thank you, too, because you gave me, uh, you made the offer, and I thought about it for weeks, and I felt safe and comfortable and in the presence of like-minded spirits, and so it was easy for me to, to offer it up. So thank you. I hope we get to do it again soon. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Galactic Talk Radio could be my favorite new show. <laughs> Maybe that's my podcast name. I've been trying to figure it out. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, I'm feeling the love, and I am feeling giggly. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, quite a ride this morning. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Looking forward to our next meetup, Jules, and Artemis, and Aphrodite, and Archangel Michael, and everyone. Um, big love, and we'll... Chat again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you all. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.